Zen cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential so you can discover your own values, the manner in which you're here to serve, and align yourself with the only certifiable rescue team you can rely on yourself. Episode 91 Stepping on Broken Glass. What's up, Moonbeams? Happy Tuesday and welcome to episode 91, Stepping on Broken Glass. We are almost to episode 100 now, and I am so geeked. In this episode, I want us to talk about pain and talk about old wounds and talk a little bit about baggage. We'll talk about talk more about that tomorrow, I believe. We'll just talk more about that as this week progresses, but... I just want us to talk about pain and how it affects us and, you know, start to shift what pain means to us. If you are new to this episode, new to this podcast, what's up? Salutations and thank you for being here. I really do hope you enjoy the show. If you are coming back for another episode, what's up? Cause what up, Katie? What's going on? What's the word? What's the deal, Becca? What? What the man be, you know what I mean? <laughs> thank you for coming back and thank you for continuing to show up. Thank you for support. And I really hope this episode doesn't disappoint. Disappoint. <laughs> uh, in the first segment of this episode, we will talk about how pain demands to be felt. In the second segment, we will talk about how pain is an attachment or an appendage. And in the third segment, we will talk about how Acceptance dissolves pain. My intention for this episode is to convey to you, hopefully, that pain is here to help you. It may be uncomfortable. It may create discomfort. It may create fear. But pain is essentially here to help you become more of yourself. Pain is here to release you from the things that don't work for you for you. So hopefully we can bring some encouragement and some empowerment in this episode and help you see pain a little bit more positively as opposed to something that is dark and brutal or some kind of revenge. Marilyn Monroe said, Sometimes things fall apart so that better things can fall together. Have y'all ever noticed that before you have like a major manifestation or a major transformation in your life to get a new job, move somewhere, you know, like major things happen that you go through that period of discomfort, you go through that painful period where things are stressful, things are just so complicated, cluttered, you know, dramatic, all of that. I feel like those periods in life take place because we need that discomfort and we need that pain to show up in a place and to show up in a way that expels us of any limiting beliefs, any additional beliefs, any doubt, and all the things that we won't need for this next leg of the journey, that we won't need in this next journey, this next chapter of our journey. 
manifestations and blessings and different things like that happen because something in you changed, you know? You ever thought about it like that? Anytime that you get a new job, anytime some money comes, anytime that you get any kind of good news, it happens because something in you changed. And anytime that you feel pain in life, anytime that you experience pain, it's because you've held on to a pattern too long. You're doing something too long. You're avoiding what you're avoiding. You're on autopilot. You're not paying attention to your life. And pain happens because it's letting you know you're continuing to do something that's harmful to you, something that's not working for you, something that doesn't favor you. And I'm showing up to tell you to stop it. I'm showing up to tell you to pay attention. Pain shows them in a way that definitely, you know, demands your presence, your attention, and your all-around focus, especially depending on how bad it is. Like, you get you get your mouth up and get some mouth pain, and that will stop everything. Pain shows up to shut down the show. Pain is the ultimate whisper. Pain is the... Pain is a disruptor of impropriety. <laughs> and the more I've learned to follow my pain and pay attention to my pain, the more I allow myself to experience free fall and nirvana in the long run as opposed to avoiding it. You know, when you when you avoid pain, it becomes suffering. And as you avoid suffering, it becomes more and more suffering and turmoil. And you can get to that place where the suffering and turmoil can put you at e at put you at it put you in disarray. You know, your mind, your spirit, your body is no longer at ease. It puts you in a place where you're not at ease. And after so long with avoiding pain and suffering, you start to develop disease. Like years ago, I read a book, you know, where I learned, it might've been Thinking Girl Rich or another one, but I learned that we develop a lot of biological diseases. We develop a lot with cancers and different things like that in our body because we avoid pain because we internalize things. We internalize pain and suffering and they break down our bodies and they have to manifest in our life in you know, some way or another because it's all energy. You have to understand that pain can either complement you or it can compromise you. When you allow pain to come in and lead the way for you to understand and for you to follow and see what needs to be done, for you to learn, follow the whisper and see what needs to change, who you may need to become, who may need to be gone from your life, you know, whatever decision needs to be made, then you can allow yourself to experience the benefits and the compliment of uh, pain. But when you avoid pain, pain starts to compromise you. You start to become someone who is more easily rattled because with you avoiding the pain over periods of time, your mental, your mindset, your psychology, your body is all starting to break down because pain is having more time to, to just sit around and become stagnant like water. You have to know how sitting water just smells like damp water or mildew. Like bacteria, it just has time to just sit around like bacteria and just feed and feed and feed and eat on you from the inside, you know, and it disrupts homeostasis and it disrupts mental wellness and mental health 
And it just sets you up to be more irritable. It sets you up to be offended more easily. It sets you up to be, you know, where you can't be poised. You can't really be in control or in charge of your emotions or in charge of your reactions. You know, that thing spoke back to me and watching my mom over the years when I was a kid. As a kid, she was so angry. She used to be so angry all the time. Like, all the time. All the time. You know, and I, it took me time to understand she was in pain for whatever reason, you know, whether she was aware of it or not, I could tell she was in pain. I always knew something was wrong. I just couldn't figure out what was wrong. You know, maybe it's things she's avoided, you know, from her childhood or, you know, in her life that she never addressed or really confronted. But when you are deeply in pain, you are someone that is easy to set off. You're very easily disturbed. You're very easy to get off your game. You're very easily hijacked. And and pain can become that agent that keeps you from belonging to you. You know, pain helps you. Pain is supposed to help you ease that inner conflict or reverse that inner conflict. Pain pretty much helps you smooth away the dark edges of your personality, of your being, of your life, and get you to a place where you are returning home to yourself, your true self. You know, pain helps you to unlearn and release any unfavorable patterns, and it allows you to strengthen and rebirth you. It allows you to be reborn in more wisdom, to be reborn in higher consciousness. I know I'm going and on and on about pain, but it's really such a big deal. And when you think about a lot of the harmful experiences that have happened in life, you and you think hard enough, you'll see that every pain, all pain you've experienced has had a purpose. It has been there to show you something. It's been there to advance you and grow you. Dr. Moskowitz said, I don't believe in pain management anymore. I believe in trying to cure persistent pain. I must say that in the course of my entire life, in recent years, I would say maybe the past probably six or seven years, I've had the opportunity to actually start to understand pain on a different level and understand that pain exists because of an attachment. Pain is an attachment. Pain is an attachment to a, to temporary things. You know, it's an attachment to temporary ideas, temporary experiences, situations, places, and people, you know, memories and things like that. And pain exists because we relive those things. We keep those things alive. We attach ourselves to them. We over-identify with them. And with time, you learn that it's your attachments that hurt you because the attachments keep you from flowing with life. It keeps you from going with the flow. It keeps you from being able to maneuver and change the way life needs you to at a moment's notice of me being. 
I've learned that when it comes to the blessings or the manifestations that we have in life, those come because something in us changed. We were able to flip a switch in us. We were able to change something. So the blessings and the manifestations come from your ability to change. And the pain comes from your ability to stay the same, your ability to prolong an attachment to, you know, a situation, belief, behavior, feeling, whatever. And when you can figure out what those attachments are, then you can go about the business of dismantling those attachments and letting go. There are so many of us as adults who who reel from their childhood, you know, mourns their childhood. And a lot of that is because you're focusing on what you got or what happened, as opposed to focusing on what you actually received. A lot of it is focused on what you should have had, how they should have acted, what they should have done, as opposed to focusing on what you actually got. Because I've learned that there are no mistakes in childhood. There are probably situations where parents or, you know, people can fail you. But even in their failure, even in their neglect, even in their letting you down, there is a higher design there. There is a divine order there. When I think about my life, I used to have such an attachment to blame and shame and wanting to stay stuck in the past just so I can get my justice, just so I can blame people, just so I can make my parents wrong or inadequate. And, you know, just so I can judge their skills, their ability to do whatever it is they needed to do for me, just so I don't have to focus on the mess of my life that I need to fix, that I need to manage and clean up. Because one thing is for certain, Despite what happens to you in your childhood, or despite, despite what anyone does to you, it is your job to clean up the mess. It is your job to keep it together and hold it together. If you don't hold it together, if you don't keep it together, that is your fault. People will do things to you. People will inflict pain and harm upon you. But you make the active choice to hold on to it. You make the choice to stay mad. You make the choice to stay bitter. You make the choice to stay hurt. You know, when I think about a lot of my growing up, there was a lot of bitterness and jadedness and broken dreams and, you know, a lot of agitation, especially around being a black person, being, you know, a black, being a black family in America, you know. I always, you know, just witnessed, you know, my dad telling us a bunch of different stories about, you know, the white man and just this situation, that situation, just how the white man has made our life harder and just how, you know, we, you know, reaching our full potential will be a struggle because we're black in America and that can be very challenging. And, you know, he gave us lots of different things to be aware of and be mindful of. A lot of things, you know, were very hard to hear. A lot of things were depressed. A lot of things could easily not make you excited about the future or make you proud to be Black, you know, given what we had to go through. But those situations, when I think about a lot of those conversations, I can tell that there was an attachment to pain. You know, I don't know what happened to him that fueled those kind of conversations, that fueled that attitude that he had. 
but I know that he was holding on to a pen. It's always been important to me growing up that I am aware of my race, I am aware of our struggle, and I am aware of what goes on and what transpires in our in our culture. But at the same time, I don't ever want to have that heaviness. I don't ever want to be steeped in racism. I don't ever want to be someone that has that hatred in my heart because of racism, because I saw how much that angered my dad. I saw how much that contained him. I saw how much that controlled him. I saw how much that ruled him. And I didn't want anything to rule or control me that way. It's one thing to be aware, but it's another thing to just be overwhelmed and just overcompromised by a pain or by an attachment of that magnitude. I've also had the privilege to learn that when it comes to putting an end to pain, you simply need to get out of the way and let pain run its course. Understand that pain is there to teach you many things, sometimes just one. The pain is always there with a reason. Pain is what I like to call our earthly whisper. You know, we all get those whispers to our intuition all day, every day, regarding our life and what direction we're supposed to go into. But pain is the one you can't ignore. It's the one you can't mistake. It's the universal whisper that sometimes we all can get at the same time, but it's the one that speaks out and has a louder voice. And it usually comes into the mix to let you know something here needs to change. There's something you need to be aware of. There's something you're not doing. There's something you're doing too much. There's something that you need to bring your attention to. And when we can start to cultivate that attitude, we can change. Michael J. Fox said, acceptance doesn't mean resignation. It means understanding that something is what it is and that there's got to be a way through it. Like I was saying before in the previous segment, that pain is a red light. Pain is a whisper that lets you know, hey, there's something going on here that needs to shift. There's something going on here that needs to change. There's something that you need to be aware of. There's something that you're doing that's harmful. There are people around you. There's a person around you. There is a pattern, a pattern that is out of place. And there is something that needs to be implemented. It can go a number of different ways. You just really have to follow your frustration. You have to follow your pain. Where is the pain coming from? Being able to be honest with yourself and do that, you can always put an end to the the discomfort that you're feeling and prolong peace. You know, I feel like when it comes to pain, pain, there's like an order. Pain is definitely like a divine order. It's just a reminder that change needs to happen. And in order to start accepting the pain and accepting the situation, you have to surrender to the situation. You have to surrender and release all control of existence and understand what is. Understand that the situation is what it is. Understand that you're accountable, that you're responsible, and release it and let it go. A lot of trouble that rarely comes into our lives, I feel, to really stick around for long periods of time. I feel like trouble can be a lot more temporary when we embrace the trouble and allow ourselves to become empowered by the fact that the trouble that you're experiencing, the trouble you've been given, is here to help you. It's here to, you know, 
take you to the next level, is here to reveal another part of yourself, is here to unpack, is here to help you process, is here to make you and help you become more of yourself. Something that has taken me years to understand is that I am not my pain. I've been through so many different things and so many people have hurt me and disappointed me and lied to me over the years that for a while I thought I just was carrying around all this baggage and all this pain and I over-identified with it and I felt like I was my pain and I felt like I was all my misfortune and I felt like I was the betrayals that were, you know, given to me and I'm not. Those things occurred. I witnessed those things happen, but I am not them and they are not me. There's a song, and I heard Jasmine Sullivan cover it on YouTube years ago. And it's called Accept What God Allows. And it's really about getting to that place of being okay and learning how to relax into your being and accepting what's going on. As humans, it's so important. We want to control everything. We want to manage everything. It can take us so long to work through a situation or, you know, process our trouble because we're trying to make sense of it because we, or we think it's punishment. We think it's bad karma. We think it's revenge. We're really thinking the worst of all these situations and some trouble that probably was supposed to initially be three or four days ended up being a couple weeks because we are prolonging the process. We are resisting the process and we're trying to control and manage it the best we can. We're scared of feeling vulnerable. We're scared of feeling weak. We're scared of being open. We're scared of feeling exposed. And trouble happens. It shows up to fan the flames of your exposure. It shows up to fan the flames of your vulnerability so you can be more of yourself. You weren't here to be a, you weren't put here to be a robot. You were here to share and express your feelings. Pain shows up to make you cry out. Not literally sometimes, sometimes it does, but pain helps you get back to the heart of you. Pain shoots through the mask we can wear on a day-to-day basis when we want to deceive people about who we want them to think we are. Pain shoots straight from the hip, and it's one of the most honest doses of divine order that I know and that I think many people know. I just feel like when you can get in a place where you can be a student and you can get to the bottom of where your pain is coming from, you can furthermore understand the problems you are having. You know, so many times we ignore our pain, we ignore our suffering and try to manage it. We spend our whole life managing it. Growing up, all I saw was pain management, but no one actually managed any pain. It spilled out, it exploded. And then it went from being super, super, super hot to being super, super, super cold. You know, a lot of times my house was so cold because there was so much unspoken pain, so much unspoken devastation, so much unspoken betrayal, so much unspoken trauma, so much unspoken childhood trauma from my parents, so much just unspoken darkness. And, you know, I vowed to myself that I was going to be someone different, that I wasn't going to be someone who swept things under the rug. You know, and our family has such a bad habit of sweeping things under the rug and not processing things healthily, not communicating in a healthy manner, you know, but operating more so like a dictatorship, operating more so in a way of, you know, most parents like, you know, you're like, you're my property and you owe me your life and I didn't have to do this and all that and I didn't have to, have to realize I don't have to show up for that and I don't have to be around for that. 
You know what I'm saying? I had to get to a place and understanding that my parents don't owe me anything. No one not owe them anything. No one owes you anything. You have to accept that every situation in your life is what's predetermined. I feel there are certain things in your journey, certain things in your life that you are destined to experience. There are certain things that are just going to take place that are, that are going to take place because you energetically invited them. A feeling, a thought, a behavior, an idea that you have in your subconscious, one way or another, you are going to draw those experiences to you. And sometimes they're going to be bad. Sometimes they're going to be really bad. But when you can just start practicing, embracing the situation and letting it be what it is, then you can start working towards seeking out the pain and letting it go and ceasing the pain before it becomes suffering, before it becomes insufferable, before it really affects you and harms you in the long run. What's up, moments? Welcome to the Aaron segment where we get experimental about exploring your potential, literally. <laughs> In this segment, we want you to become better students. We want you to improve your results. We want you to take action. We want you to ask more questions. You're taking it too easy. Get more involved in the process. We want you to trigger a brand new era of your life where you're coming into being a person you, you never thought you would actually be. You probably had hopes, goals, aspirations, but you're actually walking into it. And you're walking into it because you made it happen. And that can happen today if you will it to be, if you do the work, if you manifest it. So let's jump into that. The first letter is E, entertain. Entertain the idea that pain demands to be felt. I know that there's not much entertainment required on your part because you know the moment you feel pain, you can't ignore it. So you know pain wants to get your attention one way or another. It's just what you do with that attention that makes the difference in who you become or what's going to happen. Because if you don't give pain your attention, pain grows, pain develops, and it starts you experience suffering and suffering gets worse and worse and the situation gets worse but what happened if you actually gave into the pain like think about it pain is so uncomfortable and it's so jarring because it's supposed to get your attention it is one of those physical i feel one of those physical whispers you can't ignore you know many of us go through life and we get whispers from our intuition but pain is an earthly whisper it's a, a physical whisper that we feel biologically in our bodies that let us know something needs to change and there's a pattern taking place in my life in my thinking in my feeling and in my being that needs to be resolved that needs to be dissolved that needs to change what would happen if you actually gave into figuring out what that was? What happened if you actually gave into, you know, letting pain, getting out the way and letting pain lead the way? I hope that makes sense. <laughs> the next letter is R, release. Release those attachments. Pain takes place because we have attachments to temporary things. We have attachments to expectations, desired outcomes. We have Attachments to experiences, situations, memories, traumas, ideas, beliefs, limiting beliefs, feelings. 
Pain takes place because we attach ourselves to these things. And because of that, we start to feel like we are our pain. We are our siblings. We are the things that happen to us when you are not. It's because you started over-identifying with these things. And when you ignore your pain for so long, you start to become one with it. You start to identify with it. You start to think that you are it, and it is you, and you are not. Your pain is some extension of conflict that you're experiencing that needs to be resolved. Your pain is some extension of resistance that needs to be reversed and it needs to be resolved. And when you start to see pain this way, you know, when pain show up, it probably won't be fun, but you will know you'll have that studious attitude. You'll have that great attitude of knowing something needs to change here. There's something I need to do. There's something I need to be aware of. There's something that the universe is bringing to my attention here, you know, whether it's with my eating, whether it's with my weight, whether it's with my car, whether it's with my bank account or whatever, where you follow your pain or follow your frustration, you know, your aggravation, and you'll find if you follow it closely enough and do the work and pay attention, you'll get to the bottom of a pattern or something that you need to adjust, something that you need to stop doing, something that you need to start doing, and you'll be okay. The next letter is A, accept. Understand that in order for pain to be let go, for pain to vanish and diminish, you have to accept what is there to show you. You have to accept what is there to teach you. You have to accept that pain is really a blessing. Pain is your friend. Pain has a way of purifying you and cleansing you in a way that helps you really come back to who you are. Have you ever had a very bad toothache and then you go to the dentist and the dentist, you know, it gets so bad when you actually finally go to the dentist and the dentist tells you you have a cavity and you start, you stop chewing candy, you stop eating candy. And you stop eating candy and you get the feeling in your tooth, whatever you need, and the pain never happens again. You gave into the pain and you allowed yourself to find out that you were eating too much candy and you needed to resolve that pattern by not eating candy or not eating too much or eating the sticky kind that gets in your teeth. Maybe you're the kind of person that gets paid on Friday and you broke by Monday and that leaves you with that frustration and that painful feeling because it's like, I just got paid now I got to go and call another two weeks without money? What the hell? So what if you got into that place of actually paying attention to that pain and challenging yourself to make it through the whole weekend without spending any money? Challenging yourself to little mini challenges where you can go a whole week without spending just so your money can go and last longer. After you get paid, challenge yourself to go a whole week without spending. Use the previous paycheck to make sure that you're gonna have everything that you need. So when you get your paycheck, you can go that first week. And then after you have that first week, now you're going to get ready to go into your second week and it's gonna be time for you to get paid again. And you start to break up that thing of living from paycheck to paycheck, you get to hold on to more of your money. It's just an idea. But accept that pain is your friend. Accept that pain is here to help you. Pain is here to dissolve you. Pain is here to free you from a pattern, from a situation, from a person, from some type of hurt. So there you have it. Entertain, release, and accept. If you haven't had a chance yet, please head over to Apple Podcasts and please leave a comment and a rating and let us know how these episodes are going. Show some support and let us know what you think. The next episode, we will discuss who has the access to you so you don't want to miss that one. 
Thank you again for supporting the Medizine Cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential. Like I said, we're not far from 100 and I am so excited. I am so astounded with all the growth and support that has been happening. And it's, I've been finding myself becoming more aware of different things in my life as, as it you know, comes to the podcast. And the podcast has definitely been a centralized unit of divinity. It lets me, it's brought a lot of things to my attention. It lets me know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I want to thank you all for your support and thank you all for tuning into the podcast. Lastly, you are strong. You are enough. You are wise and you are tough. Peace. <laughs>